gang. Hello. How are y'all doing out there? I can't hear you. Welcome. We're, we're doing okay. Oh, I can hear you now. We're doing okay. We're doing okay. On this Tuesday evening. There's a lot of different people out there, and they've all got their own way of expressing gratitude for all of the different gifts that everybody receives in this life. Yes. So. Gifts in plastic. Gifts in paper. No. No, we are not muted. It's very no. low. Oh. How about now? Hey, guys. We're having some technical Is this better? difficulties. Awesome. Wait, what's the, like, how high should it, like, what should the standard, please hold. Okay. Yeah. Great. Thank yeah. you. Perfect. You sound great. Well, but see, it's also okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Now we're cooking with real gas. Fire. All right. This is what's the name of the game show? It's not a game show. What's the name of the show, Britt? Papa Squash. <laughs> the radio. The radio transmission. Excuse me for coughing. You don't cough into the mic. Perfect. Nailed it. So today, what's on the uh, the ledger? Or perhaps the Papa Squash Bulletin for today. Oh, I'm glad you asked, Britt. Today we'll be joined by a very special guest, Professor William T. Benson from the Northern Central Manchester University. Uh, he's, he's from the... Uh, I didn't finish writing down his title, but he's from the uh, Agricultural Department. Oh, uh, okay. And he'll be joining us at 8 p.m. today. Tell us of his qualifications. He's DDS. Esquire, DLC. He's he's worked in a variety of fields with a variety of legumes, and he's a foremost expert. And he'll mm. be talking to us about that today. We'll be learning about legumes. Legumes are Goya beans. Goya makes them best. Goya is more than just a brand. It's a lifestyle. Tis. Just burped, but not into the mic. You know, we're learning. Know. This is how we do it. This episode is dedicated to uh, Seth Romatelli out of Los Angeles, California, and uh, I just wanted to give a personal thanks to Seth for all of his uh, very important work that he's done. He's been a very serious motivator for uh, the project, mm. and uh, nothing but love goes out to Seth in L.A. Nothing but love. Thank you, Seth. <laughs> If you'd like a dedication, and this is all the non-Seths out there, all the uh, people who are doing the real work. the How uh, would we do that? The listeners. Yeah, how, how would you do that? I'm glad you asked, Britt. Uh, if you've got any questions, thoughts, if you'd like a dedication. If, you've... <laughs> if you want us to read your poems on the air. If you want us to wish... I mean, not the air, the stream. The stream, yeah. This is from air to stream. You know, radio just keeps on flowing, baby. It's like a trailer. A trailer like an... Airstream trailer. A what trailer? Like the metal bullet trailer. Like in a park? RV park. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I think we're on the same page. Uh... So, if you'd like a dedication, if you have any questions, thoughts, or considerations, please visit the community homepage for Papa Squash on Facebook.com or through any of Facebook's many mobile applications, and that's Facebook.com slash Papa Squash Radio. That's P-O-P-P-A. Now, 
What's happening with Papa Squash in the world? Out there. Out there. Could I see Papa Squash? Apart from listening every week. I know that you guys... 7 to 9... PM on your Tuesday. Two hours of your Tuesday. Is how could I really devoted? To how us. could I see Brit and Sean outside of this and not hanging out? Wise, like this isn't a social call. Not a social call. Well, you can see us at the Bohemian Grove in Brooklyn, April eighth and April 9th See gallery in New Jersey. Jersey, Jersey. This will be Seed Gallery. Gallery, gallery. April 9th. Seed, seed, seed. Bohemian Grove in Brooklyn. April 8th. April 8th. This is a weekend of Papa Squad. Yeah, so you can go to Brooklyn on Friday, New Jersey on Saturday, and then Sunday, who knows, maybe we'll be in... You can Papa Squat with us. It... I was going to say maybe we could do it and we could pop a squat together in Connecticut and make it a tri-state affair. A tri-state, tri-state pop a squash type pop a weekend. Squash. squash, squash. Watch out, sprouts. We're coming. You're going to get rained on uh, by, uh, you know, by the pop, the big papa's love. <clears throat> and other things. Are there any other notes on the bulletin for today, Britt? Or do we want to no. just... Uh, tell people what's up not well, like they already know, don't know what you're about to hear mm-hmm. is a new sampling a new a, a new transmission cold from the same old trove but for the new month yeah there's the, the beginning of spring requires a new type of music yeah, and, and that's something to think about while we're listening to the episodes. So they might start out fairly mellow, and then they it will kind of gradually get a little more intense. From um, the... <coughs> and then we will have our special guest on. William T. Brent Benson. He'll be on at 8 p.m. If, at 8 if you want to just listen to uh, William talk and to we'll, us. We'll be interviewing him, <clears throat> asking him all kinds of questions about leg weems <clears throat> yeah. and uh, Goya beans mm-hmm. and uh, cashews. Definitely. It's, it's an exciting time for Papa Squash because we're really opening up the family at this point. Much like the uh, family Conatidra that Squash begins belongs to, it's it's a many veined. The roots are starting to run real deep. Now sit back and relax as we try to figure what the heck is on these cassette tapes that we found in a chest in the middle of the desert in Colorado. Thanks for listening, guys, and we'll talk to you in an hour. 52 minutes more like bye oh there should be some music right click
Sean and Britt. Per usual, you were with us an hour ago. It's not like we went anywhere. We're examining these tapes at the same time that you guys are. It's a collaborative process. How those And tapes... we have a guest. <laughs> we sure do. Oh, who's is that our guest? Uh, let's uh, bring him. Let's hear. Let's hear who it is. Cause may you please introduce yourself, sir. Good evening. Dentist. Yeah, all right. How about put it right in your mouth? There we go. 
It's still very, yeah, it's still very quiet. This is our still. first interview, folks. We're working out the kinks. Um, we're just going to have you come right. over here. And okay, I'm just going to yeah. over We're going to get real cozy. <laughs> All right, here I come. Here we come. All right, so you guys, you were listening to that music. Here's some examination questions you can ask yourself while you think about the music that you just heard us perform. One. What color am I thinking of? What color is Brit thinking of? Think about it. Two. What color is... Am I thinking... That's not interesting or fun. Look, there's different colors for different folks. We're moving around chairs to make room for Dr. Benson. Uh. Hello? And so here we are. With a very special guest. Hello, my, my name is Dr. Benson. I'm here from the university to discuss, uh, I believe you've been hearing some interesting transmissions that you'd like to discuss. Is this, is this hey, no mind to the crinkle, crinkle. Actually, Professor, could you first tell us a little bit about your background? I think that might help um, our viewers. I, I, I mean, would, listeners. I would love to. Well, get a better who are sense. you, man? How'd you happen? Hey, well, you know, you asked me here, so perhaps you should ask yourselves. That's alive. true. We Googled but, you, but and people could Google you themselves. I, I love it when people started. Google me. They can Google me all, all over the place. But, um, yes, I'm a professor at I'm the university. I'm passing bananas. That, that's we, should, crinkle, crinkle we should actually is. let everyone know that we're all eating bananas. Ooh, yeah. Right yeah, they're, they are ripe. They're, yeah, they're a little lumpy and, and no, they're, bruised. No, they're, 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 they're perfect. What does it mean um, when I... Are you an expert in bananas, perchance? Well, actually, my field is legumes, mm. um, of which a banana is, uh, I would say, perhaps a distant relative. Similar uh, shape. Yeah, very similar shape, occasionally. The, the legume, what I love about it is the, the uh, wide variety in the potential shapes. So, yes, the banana resembles the shape of many legumes. See, first things first, we're going to have to disagree on that one, because sometimes... When the variety of shapes of legumes can be pretty confusing, man, because sometimes you get a peanut, right? And and one of the peanuts is big, and uh -huh. the little is all sh the, the other nut is all shriveled and stuff. Why does that happen, Doctor? Oh, also, well, if there's well, three in there, sometimes well, that's that's actually pretty normal and not something to be concerned about. Something that you see in in men aged, uh, I don't know, I would say twenty one to perhaps thirty five. The three three. Though that that uh, that's a little rarer. Uh, if you've got the three, then well, uh, power to you. Power to you, man. Um, that's yeah. yeah, still get it checked out. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I'd I'd say the the variation in legumes uh, that 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 gives them th their heart and the spirit of their soul and what makes them soulful and spiritual. And that's why I chose to get my uh, doctorate in uh, legume studies. It's interesting that you should bring up the spirituality of legumes because much mm. of the documentation that we found in The Trove mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. has had some vaguely, I don't know, cryptic sort of yeah. Ten Commandment looking rule mm. set for... Some sort of race of vegetables. I don't know. Has that ever happened on Earth where vegetables have organized themselves to the point of 
I don't know, celebrating or creating. Well, and what about the intelligence of legumes? Probably mm, to add on yeah. to that. that I, I think you'll, you'll find, actually, I, I, I have some notes on this. I, I did oh. a little reading. So Our guests are very prepared. Let me uh, flip through my notes as I, as I find them. So he's got this it's large a... sort of like catalog type thing that he's got mm. here. I, oh, I, found, it, I found it in oh. the Dead Sea. Stop. So it's a, it's a. Are you saying it's a scroll, good doctor? Yes, yes I am. Wait, what's that one? I well, just this caught, one. Something just caught my eye in the good doctor's book. It is an interesting little drawing yeah. you got there. Interesting that uh, it should catch both of your eyes, all of your eyes, both of your eyes reflecting both your eyes. We have so four, four eyes. eyes. Yeah, all four of your eyes were Luckily caught enough, by this drawing. Yeah. Of, um, We're lucky well, that the bullies here don't call us for. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> I understand they they are they're pretty cruel, but uh, are also enraptured by the transmissions. Uh, True, and, and are interested. It usually calms them down, and they're, yeah. they get all confused, and they're like, "Whoa, they, that's actually like pretty cool, man." Yeah, and that's how that's that's an interesting thing about the transmissions is that they allow. Two guys who consider themselves to be rugby players first and foremost mm, to come mm. together and really learn a uh, thing. Uh, or two. Sorry for my. Uh, what positions? Thrower. Ah, uh, thrower. Uh, yes. Catcher. Yeah. Oh, well, we. Yeah. No, there's we, the touch. I mean, they. We were. Disqualified. One of us was the, we both uh, wanted to be the is, tossers, is the, uh, and yeah. one of us needed to be the tossed. Well, this is our experimental rugby technique. And this was at Rutgers. We talked about this a few weeks ago. Throwing throwing someone at the opposing team. Well, well, that. I I never, 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 never played rugby, but uh, I I understand that uh, the legume uh, alfalfa uh, is good preparation for uh, rugby. True. If you're a tosser, you may want to chew some alfalfa prior to tossing. The tossy. Well, I'd, I'd just rub ditchweed on my head oh, before the mm. game. That's a solid. That's a solid play. The opponent often doesn't see that coming until they've got ditchweed yeah. in their own face. Especially. If Does it sting? Sting? Does. Well, you know it stings. Not like the bassist of the police. Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, no. Does it hurt your hit your scalp? Yeah. Then why do you Hurts do it, there man? is more. I had a feeling yeah, that it there did. It is. It's it's dedication, dedication of the craft. You hurt them. More At any they rate, hurt you. Let's get back to your notebook. Oh right, my drawing. The like drawing was... we were looking at. Yeah, it was. Oh, it was a very fascinating drawing, but we really didn't even <laughs> well, get this, to talking this, about it yet. This drawing just just it, it makes me chortle every time I see it. It's overwhelming. Um, and uh, well, so it, it it's a drawing when when I was studying the inner workings of the pea pod, which another one of my favorite legumes. I noticed that it had a lot of different. Um, different pods within the pods. They were nested pods. And so I did this mm. drawing that you can both see very clearly of this drawing. It's a lot of pods, my man. I know. And Reminds they just, me of duh. They just go and go and go. There's so many pods in the pod in the pod. And so I think that that's something we, we can learn from that. And so as the pods go inward... As does our galaxy expand outward. outward. Oh, Beautiful gosh. symbol. A planet Beautiful planets symbol. and galaxies and galaxies inside universes. Yes. That's so yes. yeah, man. Which, that's why we got yes. that's that's why we brought you on this exactly. fucking show, man. And so that's yes. sorry, I'm getting all excited. Yes. That's all right. Yes. I, I appreciate the excitement. The uh the, the pea pods uh they bring it out in us. 
Let's see. Yeah, there, it's. I'm guessing that it's a, it's a it's a bean full of energy. I wrap exactly. myself in blankets. Call myself a peepaw. Uh, you know, I like that. I like the, the the blanketing nature of the peapod is uh, it's truly wonderful. Do they be Ooh. truly wonderful? Do they... <laughs> the beans stay warm inside the pod, as warm as Brit inside his bag. Yes, that's incredible. Yes, how warm? True. Um, I, I would say upwards of uh, two hundred and twenty-three degrees Kelvin. Now that's hot. Hot stuff. Yes, it is. So, when you have these hot, hot beans Kelvin? inside... Kelvin? Yeah, that's hot in Kelvin. Kelvin. Come on. Give it to us. Wait, didn't, yeah. we, didn't we know Kelvin? Kelvin, I mean, we used to. And we used to work with him a little bit. But, uh, like, he I, wasn't I, I studied totally... uh, in the Kelvin building. Huh. Yeah. Did you... Does yeah. it... Does it... Uh, how hot... <laughs> <laughs> the Kelvin building! Uh, roughly 123 <laughs> degrees Kelvin. Let me assure you it never reached zero. No, Kelvin, Kelvin zero was our roommate. Impossible. Absolute Kelvin, zero? Kelvin was the guy who put all the trash in the microwave. Oh, Remember that? Man. I don't know. it that way? No, you, you just put all the... He emptied the garbage bin into the microwave. Uh-huh. It's a and big And turned it on. Oh, that and is it, a big and microwave. It's, it's, it's like on the ground. It looks kind of like a trash compactor. Calvin, he's not an idiot. Who would put garbage oh, no. into a microwave no, on wait, purpose? Wait, that was or... Kevin. Kevin. Kevin's kind of an idiot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I thought so it was maybe, Kelvin. Maybe yeah, it Kel was... Kelvin, I, I believe, he comes from stronger parentage, so I, I wouldn't assume someone like Kelvin would, well, yeah, would be it's, putting it's garbage what are they, in the microwave. What are they... Sorry, I'm talking over you. No, oh, no, that's alright. We still have a lot to learn about radio etiquette. Much. Uh, I, I suppose this is this is the first uh, radio show I've ever been on, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. So perhaps, uh, I don't know. No, it's, no, radio's good. Good, good, good. I good. just want to keep good. talking over you because it feels like good. the uh, yes. appropriate thing to do. Because I'm the host, and you're our expert guest who's an expert in the field of legumes. Yes. Let's hear about your current projects. Tell us a little bit about what you're doing now. Well, my current projects at the university that I'm at, uh, the University of Location in Discovery Qualities in North Southwestern Rochester. Mm. Yeah. Um, mm. Mm. I, I, I've forgotten the anagram, which is funny because if I could just it's remember like the names, Nufla. then I would just, yeah. Nufla. Yeah. And everyone's like, you a Nufla student? Yeah. Like, yeah. Nufla. Y'all Nufin this weekend? Yeah. Yeah. When we, when we throw down, as it were, we Nufle. And let me tell you, those Nufles are, are, are pretty, pretty crazy to do's. Um, so, which is uh, so to, which is to say that my, my current project is um, exploring and, and um, um, lo looking at uh, how uh, different legumes can can uh, communicate with other sentient beings. I, I'm trying to communicate directly with legumes myself. Mm. Uh, and actually, if we'll go back into my notebook, I have some more findings here. Uh, Wait a second, what's that? Uh, well, that's actually my, my, my shopping list. Oh. I, I'm picking up grilled chicken later. That's oh, that sounds exciting. delicious. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, anyway, yeah, so here's what I found out. Uh, I found that uh, lentils uh, don't have very high self-esteem. They think of mm. themselves as ugly. 
mm. which I, I, th- I thought was was, was rather sad. Mm. They the shed their skins so fast. Yeah, Ooh. I think that's part of it. That they they never um, center. What's this machine that you use to communicate with the lagoons? Well, so it's this apparatus, which imagine with me, if you will, and, and our listeners at home, this is the beauty of radio, where, where I describe something and you just imagine it. So follow along as I describe the apparatus I wear. So it, 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 it starts with a shape similar unto a, a bike helmet. So we're all with me on the bike so helmet. So is it on your head? Yes, yes, yes. It, it encapsulates mm. the head because... The legume f- lobes, the lobes that I found within the legumes closely match the frontal lobes in the, in the human head. So you want to mm. have an apparatus that focuses those frontal lobes. The people at home, I'm indicating my frontal lobes. And so you wear the helmet, and the helmet has these, these protrusions that kind of go out the front. Um, they look like antennae, and that is because they are antennae. They've got many little points on them, and those points are the ones that... that uh, amplify your frontal lobe thoughts. And then around the back, you've got a couple of wires, and the wires all go into each other. There isn't, there isn't a singular power source. They power each other. Mm, so That's the, beautiful. The, mm. the helmet is, is something of a perpetual motion device in that it generates electricity and energy out of your own thoughts and uh, transmits them into a wavelength that uh, the legumes can hopefully understand mm. so when mm. the, is there how do you how do you necessarily know that the uh legumes are understanding oh well they, how, talk, they, they, they talk back to me of course excuse me wow. doctor yeah. yeah well that's how i know that the lentils have uh, low self-esteem oh yeah this is very interesting all right so this research... sometimes they never shut the fuck up it's really annoying I mean, so it's gotten to that point in your relationship with these beans, where with it's like the lentils, talking I'm, so much that... I'm close to eating them. Mm-hmm. You are the honest. Jane Goodall of rooted vegetables. I am. Did you know Jane Goodall uh, often ate the chimpanzees? I did not. Yeah, no, she would, um, you know, learn all she could learn from them, and, uh, well, and then much it just like, came a time. Much like the mother praying mantis. Exactly. Because she didn't just study apes, folks. She also studied insects. Little known fact, Jane Goodall. And now it's a well-known fact. Look it up. Yeah, this is being broadcasted. Yeah, this so. is all of our listeners. out, Jane. Sorry. <laughs> we couldn't... Jane we, thought she could hide. In the jungle. Yeah, Jane thought she could hide in the jungle, but we know what she's been up to. We know what she's been doing. Good doctor. Yes. <laughs> Good doctor. Yes. When you became a doctor, mm-hmm. when was this? Where did you first? When did you first uh, start uh, your education? Let's learn. Yeah, let's learn. We've learned about your mm. legumes a little bit. Yeah. I'm. I'm curious for if the listeners would like to know about who who you are deep down. Well, I was. Uh, uh, it's actually. It's. It's quite. <laughs> not to toot my own horn, but it is quite the tale. Toot away, my man. Well, when you're around at legumes as much as I, you toot quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> It's a, little, yeah. it's a little flatulence joke. Us in the legume yeah. world <laughs> can't get enough of them. So anyway, uh, I, I was I was born in uh, American Samoa in uh, nineteen sixty one. <laughs> the years often escape me when you lead such a rich and varied life it. as I the one that it. I lead. Believe so, it. Yes, nineteen sixty one. I was I was born in American Samoa. 
Uh, I lived in the time in a, um, uh, I guess you would say commune, so who my, my biological father was was somewhat unimportant and, and difficult to trace. My biological mother was easier as I physically came out of her, so we knew who that was. She could get away from, she, or, yeah. Yeah, exactly. We could get away from each other, and that's the beauty of the bond between a mother and child. Well, that's, that's how I started to get so interested in uh, biology in general. It wasn't until many years down the road that I decided to focus on the legume. But um, it, it, was, it was, as a child in the communes of American Samoa, mm -hmm. uh, that my mother taught me the, um, the beauty and wonderment of, uh, of um, the wild, uh, you know, flora and fauna, if you will, which I do hope you will. Um, Plants and animals, folks. Yeah, mm. I, I spent many a, many a happy, carefree childhood day romping among the ferns, which, mm. if you know anything about American Samoa, which you ought to, you would know there are many, many, many ferns in American Samoa. So anyway, uh, that, that's, that's where I, I, I first got my interest in um, biology. And uh, as a young child of the age of 10, uh, I was accelerated to senior year of high school. Uh, which was very, very difficult, and I failed most of my classes. And so I remained a senior in high school until the age of 18, which was rather fitting. So that it's seems eight, appropriate. So yeah. an eight-year senior year. Yeah, I was uh, quite the super senior. Like a doctor. I'd say that's, yeah. that's the super, 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 super senior. I believe, I believe so. If, if, if my count is correct, I believe your count is correct. So yes, so that, that, that was my time in, in high school. Um, after that, uh, naturally, I applied to all of the top biology programs in the nation, which included uh, Tate, Wexel, um, Drexel, Death Hound, um, uh, the University of Borton, um, Illinois Southern... Illinois Southern was just what it was. University of Arizona. University of Arizona. Uh, Colorado definitely. State. Colorado State, but not in Boulder. I went to Colorado State in um, a different place. In yeah, name me one other town in Colorado. Brit, go. <laughs> Bailey. Bailey. And respect. that's where the school was. Colorado State, Bailey. Yep. 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 It's um, like UConn at stores. Exactly. For the Connecticuties out there. And and boy, are they cuties! I mean, when when uh, the good doctor comes to town, fathers lock up your daughters. Uh, yes, <laughs> if you're in is, Connecticut. That, that, just in Connecticut, though. Just I, in Connecticut. I I, I I am rather chaste well, in the rest of the states of the union. Connecticut, though. We heard those stories oh, boy, about howdy. you in New Hampshire. Yeah, man, that was frustrating times. They're cute as peaches in Connecticut, but they're. Ripe as oranges in Florida. That's what my father always said. I've, I've heard that said. I've heard that said. Um, also, uh, nutmegs are uh, a big thing in Connecticut. That's why they call it the nutmeg state. Do they call Connecticut the nutmeg state? They do. They do. Um, That's tight. No, uh, no one really knows why. Is but... the almond state? Um, I don't mm. know. Hmm. Probably Which Arkansas. state sure. is the state of being... Boise. Boise. I don't Boise. Boise. I've always thought that Boise should be its own state because the character of that city is too big for just the 
the city lines, city limits, man. Boise goes beyond the limits of Boise. Well, the, they've got their their own berry, uh, the boysenberry. Boysenberry, yeah. Is actually it was it was initially called the Boise berry, but uh, it was difficult for kids to say that, so they threw the N in there. Maybe it should be Boise the beanberry. No. The what? Being. Being a berry. Being a berry. You would know a thing or two about being a berry talking to those legumes, my man. So, do the legumes talking about being, do you think that they have a sense of their own being in speaking to them? I, sh- I, should, I should certainly say so. Um, I, I, I think that uh, they, they really do. They... From what they've told me, there's a, a deep frustration among the legumes um, in their inability to communicate with uh, the larger world, um, which uh, brings me actually back to, uh, well, if, if, if I may bring us back, to the, uh, the transmissions that, uh, that, that are being explored. Did you happen here. to catch a listen as you were waiting in the lobby of the studio? Uh, no, I was, I was trapped beneath ground, so I didn't have any reception. That's understandable. It is quite a lovely lobby, I know. Yeah, it is, it is. The, 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 the carved marble mm. uh, seats. Yeah. Were that, I heard it was a, a student project. The, the, the catacombs, though, are, are a little frightening. Also beautiful, they are. But, but rather frightening. Terrible reception. Yeah. yeah. Can you think of anything more frightening than being stuck, surrounded by dead bodies, and you can't even post about it i said to myself i'd post later but i always forget to post later so now i've just got like 15 photos of skeletons on my phone i don't know what to do with that do you share them with like your close friends at least like the types of people who, who don't matter when you share posts because you can always hit them up and they'll always be there for you well, well all of my close friends are string beans and they they don't appreciate a social media joke as much as you might imagine what kind of Which... jokes do string beans like? Oh, 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 they enjoy a good rib tickler every now do and then. Do they like it when it's strung out? Yes, yes, they like long, narrow jokes. Mm. So you just say one very short word after after another very short word, and you see how long of a mm. sentence you can make. In dog. my dog bed is car A. Big dog. Dog. And let me tell you, those string beans, man, they just, uh, love it. How many beans can you fit in a bed? (laughs) That tail is too saucy for the radio, my friend. Oh, father's hiding a lock up. I'll bet you could fit thousands. Oh, certainly thousands. Lock up your daughters. The Bean Man. Yeah. And princess, his bed of beans. The Princess and the Pea. Oh, indeed. Indeed. It's a clock. It. It. You know what that means, folks? It's time for uh, the sharing of a classic fairy tale. Today is the Princess and the Pea. At the bottom of her 200 beds. And doctor, 
you uh, came in to recite one of these special stories. That's, for that's us. the main reason we brought you in. Yes, of course. Because uh, we the, know the it is it is the... one of your favorite yes. fairy tales to share. Because it's that mixture of like 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 legume science and, mm-hmm. and sort of uh, folk mysticism. And mm. just for our listeners, so they know he he tells us that every like science you know party. Whether we're at the Natural it's, History Museum, mm, whether yeah. you you'd know, think what? it would get old, and like to his close friends, it, I mean, it, it it's constantly turning in on itself. And that's mm, the mm-hmm. thing. The good yeah. doctor is always able it, to it keep it It always kind of develops, yeah. and you never know, you know what he's going to throw into it. So it's like the know. pod within the pod. Yeah, the same pod, yeah. old shit, it's, my yeah. man. Different toilet. So so anyway, uh, yes, the, uh, the 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 princess. The many mattresses and the pea that resided beneath those mattresses. Well, it all began many, many a year ago. On the hills of South Shire Dunlop. In southern Cook County. And there, there was a young princess. A young princess whose name... (laughs) was not important, but let's call her Sharon. Our young Sharon. 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 Princess Sharon. Her hair was white and her dress was blue. Mm, yes. <laughs> and so our, our dear young Princess Sharon, well, she liked to sleep a lot. <laughs> And that often irritated the king, because the king, well, he had a lot to get done, but he couldn't get his work done with all of that snoring in the background. So he would say to himself, that damn Sharon, how can I get her to stop sleeping so much? It just, it just irritates me so. So he thought to himself, well, my dear Sharon, as my child, I know all of her weak spots. And I know that she has crippling vertigo. So he started, as she was sleeping, every night he would sneak in and slip another mattress in under the one that she was sleeping on. Shoop! Shoop! so days and days would go by, but Sharon would just keep... Resting on, snoring, sleeping, snoring as she slept, sleeping while she snored. And the king just couldn't get anything done. He even had all of his counselors come together, and why they couldn't settle on a thing. Were the tariffs to be high or to be low? I think the tariffs should be high! I think the tariffs should be low! If we put the tariffs in the middle, it'll help everybody! Tax! 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 Taxes! Taxes! I think we should keep them the same. Laissez-faire economy! What must I couldn't hear over the snoring? That terrible din coming from what? my presumed good, very ugly daughter. And at that, what? <laughs> <laughs> at uh, and and such an insult from such a foolish, equally ugly uh, counselor. Well, he had his head cut off. Off with his head. Flip. Oh! That was the sound of his head screaming. 
as it got removed. So anyway, Sharon kept on snoring. Snoring Sharon, they called her. Which irritated the king, so he had to cut off some more heads. I hate my daughter's head. No! No one else had heads, was what he would often say. But no of course, heads, of course no one could hear Don't him over the head. snoring. So that would result in, I'd say, maybe one in every three orders to have someone have their head cut off being carried out because no one could hear because of the snoring. So, so he carried on with his plan to, to make his daughter so dizzy that she could no longer snore by putting mattresses under her mattress every night. And, well, it just, it just kept building, but it seemed that, that nothing could stop Sharon's snoring habits. So, um, finally, the king had had enough. He had three people left in his kingdom. Everyone else had no heads. Please don't cut off my head. Wait a second, wait a second. Hold, stop, hold everything. Yes? What kind of pee was it? We, we haven't gotten to the pee yet. Oh, sorry guys, sorry. Alright, alright, sorry, sorry. I just, I, I just, I looked at your notebook for a second and I remembered mm, that you're easy. a good doctor. Oh, yeah. oh, does it end with a P? Well, yes. Alright, so, that's as much of a hint as we'll get, yeah. huh? So the, the, the king, at the end of his wits, has decided that if adding all of these mattresses won't help, perhaps what if I were to make the mattress lumpy? I know my dear daughter Sharon can't sleep on a lumpy I mattress. my dear daughter Sharon can't sleep. He's... So he said to himself, how could I make a mattress lumpy? The problem is that uh, the county that I named earlier where they live... Uh, that county was known for its uh, production of hay and feathers and leaves. There was nothing lumpy around. He thought maybe some rocks would make it lumpy, but <laughs> there were no rocks to be found. Don't put my head in there. And uh, the heads, well, they decomposed far too rapidly to be lumpy. Yeah, uh, the average head would decompose within three hours, so that's just it's just smooshy and smelly. You don't want that under your mattress. So he thought to himself, well... The, the skull doesn't even stay crunchy? No. They After three hours, your skull stops being hard? Yeah, it's a rough world out there. Oof. So anyway, he thought to himself, well, with all this beautiful arable land we use to uh, grow this fine wheat, perhaps I could grow some legumes. For I know that the pea... I know that the pea and its pod are rather lumpy. So he got to sowing some seeds and plowing the ground and tilling the dirt Father's and hoeing the weeds. The and, uh, well, let me tell you, that crop wait, wait. was... Mm, yes? Did he run into any ditch weed? Well, no, the rugby team had stolen all of the ditchweed, not but 30 years hence, so there was no ditchweed to be found. Damn it. I know, that's why they always lost at rugby, because the opposing team in County Duoc had all of the ditchweed on their heads. So anyway, after many, many months waiting for the harvest to come in, he finally had enough 
peas. And so he took the bountiful crop of peas, and when his daughter Sharon was sleeping, he slid the peas under the bottommost mattress. And he waited, and gently, slowly, Sharon awoke. At which point the king said, Thank God! At last you're awake. Your snoring's really irritating. Trying to do some stuff with tariffs. Because uh, the people want it high, they want it low, and no one can hear a damn thing because you're snoring all the time. I had to wake you up with some peas, which turns out aren't that tasty. I had to get rid of all of our wheat crops and instead grow peas. And no one likes peas, so you can't raise tariff on a crop nobody likes. Oh, so, Dad, Sharon, shut up. you need to shut up. And the only thing I can think of to get you to shut up is to cut off your head. So, um, come on with me, and, uh, here we go. Put your head, yep, oh, right in there. There it is. Nope, don't worry about that. Here we go. And, uh, let me just, uh, close that. Let me lock that. Boop, 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 boop. All right, and three, two, king, one. King, 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 are you sure you want me to do this? It's your daughter, and for God's sakes, man, you're just snoring. Everybody have you, have you heard the snoring? I've had the whole you damn heard kingdom the heard the snoring. It's loud as hell, but she, it right. happens, my man. It happens, true, but if she didn't have a head, it would happen a lot uh, less, am I, I right? Alright, well, up, there it goes. The takes off his mask, uh-huh. and his face is revealed to be covered in cuts and warts and all sorts of... Um, Unseemly sort of boils. Yes, yes. Yeah. And the king doesn't like it one bit. No, that's true. He does not. He he uh, is so revolted. He starts to almost start to throw up. And and Sharon looks at him and looks at the Undertaker and is equally revolted. And in her revulsion, starts to retch. And in her retching, she retches up yeah. a small uh, hairball about yeah. uh, three inches <clears throat> wide. Yeah. And she looks at the hairball, and she looks up at the king, and the king looks at the hairball, and the, the king looks up at, or down at Sharon, and looks over at the undertaker, and vomits, and looks over at the hairball, and looks at Sharon, and Sharon looks at her father, and Sharon looks at the vomit, and Sharon looks at the hairball, Sharon looks at the undertaker, the undertaker looks at the counselor, the counselor looks at Sharon, Sharon looks at the counselor, and the counselor looks at the king, the king looks at Sharon, and Sharon goes back to sleep. But this time, Sharon snoozes silently. For the hairball was gone, and she returned to her rest, alive and whole, with her, st with her head still firmly connected to her shoulders. Thank you. Th and Thank that's you. why they call him... I don't know. And that's why they call him... The Bean Doctor. Oh, the oh me, doctor. yes. You, yeah, <laughs> yes. no, not the king, yes. not the undertaker, not, not Sharon. Yeah, but let me tell you, that is an ugly, ugly undertaker. The undertaker, well, it's, I, 
there was something about the Undertaker that was oriented around him eating too many beans. Yeah. And that yeah. gave him all sorts of bean diseases. That's what that's kind of what I took away from the narrative. That yeah, maybe that's the, a good the, takeaway. Everyone in the land was covered in boils because mm. of all the bad beans. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did that ever happen on in reality or because was that did that story actually happen for one? Uh well, well, yeah, the the tales vary. Um and I think that Considering that they vary to such a degree, uh-huh. we, we, we have to assume that th- th- there is one core tale that's true, but like, the actual telling of it, no, no, probably didn't happen. No. Mm. But um, boils from legumes, actually, well... Does that happen here? Check my notes. In, in an unarguable truth of reality that we all live in day by day on this spinning blue globe called Earth, that we're lucky... We are all passengers on Spaceship Earth. Uh, all aboard, you can't get off. Unless. Unless. Ah, ha, here it ah. is. Yeah. Um, it appears that, yes, there are examples of people uh, getting terrible boils from eating bad legumes, most notably among them, would have to be. <laughs> Peanuts. Peanuts? That's yes. the most. I would have thought cashews. You see, you would think that. And that's what makes the cashew so sneaky. Because the next day... Oh! Goes out way worse than it went in. (laughs) Handfuls of cashews. The bend Mm. of that bean doesn't Mm. come out clean. (laughs) That is for sure. I... I'm with Brit on this one. Yes. I don't eat cashews because of what they do to yeah. the body. Well, when I've spoken to cashews, they're generally pretty racist. So, so it's it's yeah, it's it's so that's an intended. They've got an agenda. Yeah, very much so. Ah. They, they don't make you break out in boils, but um, they've got a hatred for very specific uh, people. It's it's, ah. it's 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 very particular. I didn't even know these nations existed, and it turns out that. They hate them for very, very odd reasons. Hmm. Yeah. The cashews. Cashews. Very racist. Very mm. racist. Well, they look kind of like boomerangs. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? Is it or bananas. Just that, like, cashews are frustrated that they can't travel, so they just, like, lash out? Mm. Well, I mean, and, like, the, the, they, look at, them. they look at their cousin, the peanut, that rolls so gently down the hill, and that's how the peanut gets around, uh-huh. rolling. Mm. But a cashew, if you'll notice, it can only roll the once. So it just, uh... That's exactly yeah, the cashew needs anywhere. somebody to like throw it boomerang yeah. style. I've got a question. Yes. Good. Do banana nuts only exist in mixed nut bags? Yes. I I heard that they grow in them. Well, What's... well, the, the toughest part about growing a mixed nut bag is is getting the plastic to to take purchase. <laughs> the, uh, uh, <laughs> Just opening this quite delicious looking banana. Oh man! <laughs> if you could see this banana, you. you would eat it quicker mm. than you could. <laughs> then you, you would. Could. Then you would eat a cashew. Yeah, that's for damn sure. Yeah, or at least very, at the very yeah, least. Yeah, you don't have to eat cashew. that. I'll, I'll, I'm not going to. I'll eat that, my man. I got. I got to take that out of your hands and just eat it because it looks really fucking good. Yeah, um, that, that looks delicious. Chomp, chomp, chomp! I can't. Mm. I'm so glad I ate this delicious banana. Yeah, yeah, we all are. We all are. You've had two bananas, Sean. That's a lot of bananas. Look, look. Sometimes your boy fiber. gets hungry when you're hosting this long show. 
Yeah. It's it's. You gotta you gotta have that banana. Yeah, the the banana helps um helps with everything. Even the digestive system? Mmm, quite. What if your digestive system is already full to the brim with cashews, walnuts, peanuts, pineapples, banana spice, nuts? Well, grapes, uh, melons, that's that's where that's where the banana shells. That's where the banana comes in. The banana is the uh, uh, the eighteen wheeler of the digestive tract. It's it kind just of like kinda... nut luge. <laughs> Clears it out, yeah. It's exactly like a luge, you know. That's the song that would play when uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the cashew's cruising down your uh, passage there. Yeah. What about just like a like a big pose of nuts just being shot into outer space? Just that stream of mixed nuts. Does that, yeah, does that sound familiar to you, good doctor? Is that the sort of thing that you would happen to know anything about? Nuts in space? Vegetables in space? Heard of it? Actually, uh, you know, I was just having a conversation with a zucchini the other day, and the zucchini was telling me all about uh, the space nuts that it's heard about. Space, space nuts? nuts? What do they yeah. do? Space nuts, well, they're, they're like any other sort of legume, except uh, they've mastered interstellar travel, so uh, they've got that up on the common peanut. Um, but How did yeah. they manage that with the assistance of man? Because you're no, only no, talking no, no, to these nuts because you plugged a plug into them, and who knows? Right, but 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 I'm talking to the terrestrial Earth nuts, right, and the terrestrial zucchini. But that zucchini is in contact with the zucchini, you know, from 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 Pluto. Pluto, there are a lot of nuts growing in the center of Pluto, and let me tell you, those are some sharp nuts. Nuts in Pluto. Yeah. I would imagine that they keep really good for a really long time because it's such a cold place. Exactly. It's like a giant refrigerator for nuts. Yeah. That's why the there aren't that many nuts in Mercury. They're all uh, dry roasted and uh, they don't taste that good. What about when it's in retrograde? <laughs> well, when it's in retrograde, then the peanuts, uh, they're still dry roasted. Are they a little good. mercurial? Yeah. They're away. Rather. Ugh. They're rather mer- mercurial. Can you imagine a peanut just slip slide like one nut so it's it's the same shape that like a two nut peanut shell mm-hmm. would contain anyway mm-hmm. except it's a liquid mercury nut that goes shoop 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 willy nilly between the two sides of the nut. Yeah. Would you want to eat that? Well, no, because then it's shooping around in your belly. And, no, that's that's no good. One one question we're getting from a, a caller who who wrote in or a listener. You know, was, it's interactive. Was tell us about the doctor's experience with uh, putting small limbs and body parts on the nuts. They they had, oh. they had read this thing in the mm-hmm. Times about mm-hmm. your experimental mm-hmm. research mm-hmm. putting prosthetics mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. different sensory organs onto mm-hmm. nuts, such as your famous peanut with mm-hmm. a nose. Mm-hmm. Um, well, well, I'm I'm so glad that uh, you asked about that. Well, it wasn't me. It was, it, or or it? I guess the the, the caller Sh- Sharon Sharon from Minneapolis. Ah, Sharon. Well, thank yeah. you, Sharon, for listening. Sh- and, Sharon, that's a brilliant question. Uh, if, if you I call, may. if you you know write to us, we'll send you tickets to Papa Squash live. Uh, it's quite the audience we have here. But uh, there's a beautiful they're, lobby. They're really well behaved. Yeah, and, and, and you get a chance so... to um, tour the lobby. Well, for we free. get we get yeah. 
you know, they're all mostly intellectuals. Uh, very, very respectful. A respectful group of people. Uh, yeah, they want to hear respectful You know, hard science. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, the science certainly ain't easy. Ah. Uh, mm. <laughs> String beans love that one. That's, that's a classic <laughs> oh, string bean joke. Oh, I'm sure it so, is. So, so, uh, y- yes. Uh, uh, um, anyway, Sharon, thank you so much for your your question You're about uh, how I put limbs on various legumes. I think you're totally cute, Doctor Benson. <laughs> oh, you must be from Connecticut, my dear. <laughs> and also uh, that you can write. Uh, so quickly as to make a sound as I is really here, amazing. This letter to my good Doctor Benson. Uh. I stopped to ponder. Sean, don't be ridiculous. <laughs> it's just me, folks. I'm just reading Sharon's letter in in a in a fake voice. Uh, yeah, classic Sharon. Uh. Um. So. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, anyway, I, I, I like to um. It, it helps me get through the day to see uh, a peanut with uh, three legs, if you will, or, 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 or a shoe that's uh, covered in peanuts. And, um, and well, well, let me tell you, Sharon, that, um, uh, there's nothing quite what? so what funny. What do you want to tell me? Nothing quite so funny as a, an alfalfa stock that can walk down the street and... And walking really, and stalking and walking and stalking and uh, oh. that 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 singular joy is really what man, fuels my Man, I used to think alfalfa sprouts were all bark and no bite, my man. I thought they're all talk and no walk. The alfalfa is actually a rather feisty sprout, oh. and let me tell you, if you uh, if you befriend an alfalfa, you've got a friend for life. Oh. Why is that? They're very loyal. They're very loyal legumes. Um, What's their lifespan? Oh wow. Well, it, it depends on how often you water them, which which gives the friendship a really weird dynamic because they literally, you know, depend on you or or rain. So if you put it inside, then you've really got a friend for life because they they've got no choice. Um, but so a well watered like a dog or a spread. cat. Yeah, exactly. More yeah. more of a dog. Guy in your closet. Varmint. Yeah. Or, or say the, that a guy. Which? I was just gonna say like a plant too. Which yeah. brings us back to to the alfalfa sprout. Exactly. Which if if you, if you keep it alive with regular watering, man, an alfalfa sprout can live for. Did you say manna? No, I said man. Uh. uh it, it's little words that I say to to fill gaps while I think. Because well, manna is. I, I came special. up with it as a professor. Magma. Magma is hot. Yes, hot lava. Liquid hot. Oh, that's Dr. Evil. Liquid hot, hot magma. magma. Alright guys, listen now for the rest of the time that we're going to be on the radio talk about our favorite quotes from Austin Powers. Alright. Just kidding. Oh, I, I had some good ones. Let's hear them. Um, uh, who does number two work for? That's who does the... Yeah, that's right, man. You tell that turd who's boss. <laughs> yeah. How about a courtesy flush in there? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh. Uh, see, what did you eat? The good doctor... <laughs> well, the good doctor has a light side. And that's the thing that... Uh, that's my takeaway from this whole conversation with Dr. Benson. Well, what you mm. didn't put on your resume is that you're, a, you know, a uh, amateur film critic. Oh, yes. Well, I am amateur, I am a film, and I am a critic. Which score... Oh, which... You're a film? Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. That explains all the, mm-hmm. the whole camera crew that's inside the studio yeah. right now. And how I'm really just a, a, a ball of, uh, of film and uh, 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 developer and uh, stop bath and uh, am not actually a person. I'm just talking pile of photographs. Here's the thing. The good doctor never existed at all. It was just one of many uh, voodoo-esque dolls that we found inside the treasure trove in Colorado. And so, you know, sometimes we're going to have real human beings on the show, but nobody's been returning our calls yet. We just have to talk to these little dolls and make up voices for them and pretend like... Because look, me and Britain are, are on our own out here. Where'd we found this chest? And? And we're playing you. Selections. From the Papa Squash Archive. So... Give us Transitions. A, so, uh, now that the cat's out of the bag, um, there was no Dr. Benson. It was all just a voodoo experience and uh, an amalgamation of a bunch of documents that we found inside the book. And Britain us just trying to make sense of it. And I don't know, man. It's been a weird week. It's been a weird week. Yeah, man, because those dolls, we we found those dolls as soon as we found the treasure chest, but I didn't start looking at them the way way I've been until, like, a week ago, and and I was noticing that it's like their eyes follow me around the room, no matter matter where I go, you know what I mean? I know what you mean. I don't know, man. Sometimes it feels like we'll never figure out what exactly is inside this this chest that we found in the ground in Colorado. Is it about vegetables or is, is it about space? Is it about space? I have to believe that it is. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Thank you. We'll talk to you. Huh? Next week. Mm. Say goodbye, Dr. Benson. Goodbye. And this is Papa Squash. The radio transmission. The radio transmission. With Brit and Sean. With Brit and Sean. We're saying goodbye again.